Yesterday was a hashtag TFT, Trump Free Tuesday. Well, I enjoyed it, too. Was there a little pushback on that, you said? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, there were some people that uh, said, okay, fine, I'll tune in tomorrow then when you're talking about the news. Boy, I think that was a... Be careful with that Wait, hashtag. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, Mr. and or Mrs. Jackass. <laughs> the point <laughs> well, of charitable. Trump Free... You idiots! <laughs> The point of Trump Free Tuesday is that there is a great deal of news, much of which is important and ought to be discussed, that isn't indulging America's crack habit of constantly yelling at each other about Donald J. freaking Trump. There's a lot that's going on that gets obscured because we're always yelling at each other about Trump. Fools, you don't deserve us. So we didn't do this story yesterday in which Trump tweeted out that he's concerned the Russians are going to hack this year's election and try to favor the Dems because Trump's being so hard on Russia. Which is a bit of a transparent narrative he's trying to get going there. Yeah, his motives are fairly clear. Yeah. Yes. On the other hand, there's a fair amount of truth to it. Yeah. I, well, yeah, they're, they're going to try to influence the election or are trying to influence the election. It's not even a question uh, already one way or another. And what they really want is, you know, us at each other's throats. That's right, the, to discredit our institutions, uh, breed a lack of trust. They're pretty good at it. So far, so good yeah, from Putin's I'd, perspective. I'd say. Anyway, so the late-night comics took a took a run at this, and Joe scores them somehow. Yeah, I'll be grading each one of the uh, alleged jokes, and the bottom vote getter, the bottom grade getter, will be banned for life from comedy. President Trump tweeted, quote, Based on the fact that no president has been tougher on Russia than me, they will be pushing very hard for the Democrats. They definitely don't want Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. Does he really... Think he's fooling anyone? Trump is like a magician who wears short sleeve shirts. <laughs> oh, the Russians, Russians definitely don't want Trump. Hmm, I don't know if that's true. Let's go to the Late Show's official fact checker. Inappropriate did you want legal President framework. Trump to win the election? And did you direct any of your officials to help him do that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thanks, Vlad. Last week, Vladimir Putin stood next to him and said, yes, we wanted Trump. Now he says they definitely don't want Trump. Maybe he's being sarcastic and we're just missing it. I, I bet he forgot to add a winking emoji next to the message. Myers, B minus, and that was generous. Colbert, a D, Kimmel, a D. They're not even <laughs> jokes. I laughed at They're the They're just bitter, bitter and ignorant political statements. <laughs> God, it sucked. <laughs> So we got this text about the DMV worker that slept for four years. Um, Maybe she gets the same amount of work done as she would if she was awake. Or maybe she's quieter if she's asleep and the other workers get more work done themselves. No, I think it's much more likely that she's just fairly efficient, gets her tiny allotment of taxpayer-funded work done. And then nobody says anything about her sleeping the rest of the day away. Because if she got more done, they would have to do more. And so, yeah. We get that word all the time from state employees who say, uh, yeah, I went in young and I was kind of a super achiever. I got my work done in an hour and a half and I got screamed at. Stop doing that. Fill the day with this small amount of work. I've never had a job you couldn't get fired from, so I don't know what that would do to your... I don't know what that would do to you. I think even if you were a conscientious... Look, the taxpayer is paying for eight hours of work. I mean, you could, you know, to start with, at some point, I think you'd get worn down to a, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. 
Yeah. You, you see what's going on around. It's just kind of a collective, nah. Well, you got a good gig, decent pay, great pension, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody and around a, you. Often a really boring job. And everybody around you, including your supervisor, is telling you, stop doing that. Slow down. You're going to ruin it for all of us. Most people conform. Or if you just, you know, if they, you didn't weren't getting that much work given to you, you got it done, what are you supposed to do? You want me to sit here and stare at my computer and not sleep? I'm not doing anything any better for anybody. Yeah. So listen, we thought we were going to talk to a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show, Ben, about uh, crime on the Bay Area rapid transit. He's a, a real activist on this uh, deal. He's supposed to call in. We haven't heard from him. We hope Ben's all right. Certainly, Ben, if you're listening now, dude, now. Anyway. Um, I th- thought it was interesting. We get these emails all the time, but, you know, we'll just say Al Anonymous. Uh, my wife and I made the decision to pack it all up and move to Idaho. Uh, we own what would now be considered a mini home on quarter of an acre, et cetera, et cetera. We pay over, it talks about property taxes. They have no services. Wife and I just can't see long-term us thriving this banana republic, et cetera, et cetera. So they're off. Uh, and then my wife and I just sold our home in San Jose after growing up there, working there, raising two wonderful daughters. Just can't take the high price of homes, gas, you name it. Can't take the politics, taxes, traffic, et cetera. Uh, moving to a great home in Reno for half the price and twice the size. Continue to listen to you guys. Thank you. We appreciate that. We wish you well. Ah, Corruptifornia. If it can't go on forever, it will end. Let me show you. A lot of this will end. Yeah. 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 I was about to do something that would not be self-serving, so I won't. Um, we got, uh, well, I'll take a look at this. I didn't want to get into this cause it's ugly, but, um, so the whole Bart thing, three possible murders in five days getting national attention, but the one particular crime uh, that's getting the most attention is so awful is the dude who stabbed those girls. One of them died. The other one's in bad shape. And this guy has, uh, as Joe pointed out yesterday, quite the history of being a bad person yet was still out and about. I don't know how we've crafted a system where that's possible. San Francisco run, uh, Chronicle running through a little bit of this guy's life. At age 18, he beat up a man and sucker punched the man's daughter outside their home. At 22, he battered a victim in Walnut Creek. Three years later, while robbing an El Cerrito grocery store, he threatened a security guard with a box cutter and a fake gun. Pointing out, if Just I might... some of the things that he's done throughout his life. These are the things he's done that he got caught and identified right. for doing. Right. Very good point. Very good point. He's in and out of jail and repeatedly harassed and threatened people, some of, whom, some of whom obtained restraining orders against him throughout his life because he was so scary and dangerous. Uh, we we got to come up with a better system for that sort of person. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's just the dangerous crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is that. Is, I mean, you would you would think, of course, some of it has to do with who you are or whatever. I got something to lose. So if if I, I you know, I got I got uh, I got some money. I got a house. I got a career. If I did any of those things. um, I'd get sued probably in some sort of civil thing. For whoever I beat up, so they would take my house or my money or whatever. Um, there's just all kind. But what do you do with people? They don't care. They got nothing. They got nothing to take. Right. They don't care. We don't have room to put them in jail. I guess they just get to walk around until they finally kill somebody. Then you find a space for them. Exactly. That's exactly the system. You've described it beautifully. 
type that up and submit it as your Ph.D. thesis. Uh, so, listen, speaking of the uh, the BART thing, there is a an aspect of the most recent BART killing, absolutely horrific, that's taken root, and that's the incredibly unscrupulous or crazy trying to make political hay out of it, and it's already resulted in more violence. We'll get to that in a moment or two. It's a little dark. Sorry about that. Well, this this everybody on the West Coast is dealing with, well, lots of places in the country, but the West Coast is a particularly bad transient problem. Oh, yeah. And yeah. any attempt to do anything about it, I know from personal experience, speaking at city council meetings, they turn it into a racial thing or a Trump economic thing or something. Right. Yep. Yeah, this is unbelievable, some of the developments recently. It's just crazy. I swear to God, America is losing its sanity. Yeah. Or certainly its ability to act like an adult. Uh, So we'll get into that coming up. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Couple of texts quickly. I do retirement planning in the Bay Area, and full one quarter of my clients run a scenario where they move out of California, and about half of those folks actually do it. I can't believe that that's the case everywhere in the country. No, <laughs> where people got their their whole their whole life there, kids, family, friends, everything like that, and a quarter of the clients, the scenario is leaving the state. Also, we got this text on the DMV worker who slept. That DMV worker only processed 200 documents a day, according to the case. Others with the same job processed 500 per day. Do your homework before commenting. Well, that's uh, the fact that that went on for years. I think uh, that uh, it reinforces my point. Yeah. Please. You think that's a defense? Doing less than half the amount of so work. So it's either one or the other. Both are absolutely uh, right. disgusting and right. untenable. Thank you for pointing out which one of the disgusting, untenable situations it was. But that that person is looking back over the text. I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm entertained by the people who clearly hate this, hate us, and hate the show. Yeah. Who listen and text? You you clearly would be happy if we weren't here doing this. <laughs> it would make you happier. Yes, I guess. Mm. So a uh, nice note from a friend of Armstrong and Getty here. Um, by now you know that the vile monster and suspected killer of Neo Wilson is in custody. I had been watching the story closely like many others have. Social media was a obli- This is the young woman, the 18-year-old woman who was, who was knifed by the long-time violent victimizer, jackass, idiot, lunatic, who stabbed the young woman and her sister on the BART, the Bay Area Rapid Transit. Anyway, social media was ablaze with wild accusations and speculation about the man's identity and possible affiliations. However, one common theme kept coming forward, that the killer was a known white supremacist. I initially paid it no mind since it was too early in the search, but that common theme continued to fester. It got a boost when popular Oakland recording artist Kehlani made a tweet calling the killer a, quote, murderous white supremacist. This was, this was further amplified by the likes of Tariq Nasheed, where he asked his followers to, quote, take to the streets and locate the suspect. I know this was just 
typical uninformed outrage and labeling that tends to happen when these kind of things happen. However, it took a turn for the worse when Mayor Libby Schaff announced that an alt-right group was planning on disrupting a planned vigil for Nia Wilson. In an article article published in the East Bay Times, the mayor stated, quote, We refuse to be intimidated and will not back down or stand by quietly as racist hate groups threaten violence and bring messages of hate to our neighbors. End quote. And called uh, to action her constituents to come to a local bar where the meeting was suspected to be happening. Oakland Council member Abel Guillen posted, quote, These violent, racist, fascist, homophobic interlopers have declared their intention. Their hate is not welcome anywhere in Oakland. However, the group in question appeared to have been the Proud Boys, a club consisting of black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Jewish, LGBT members and supporters. They vehemently deny any form of bigotry, racism, believe in inclusivity, and publicly offered prayers to the family of Neil Wilson. However, that's not even relevant to the story because there wasn't a planned gathering of the Proud Boys in Oakland. What was planned was a local group of conservatives who regularly meet at a bar, the bar in question, for drinks. And somehow the story got out and mutated into this completely fictional form. As the news spread, so did the crowds. Hundreds showed up looking for a fight. But in reality, there was no Proud Boys, no MAGA hats, no violent racists to disrupt. In fact, the group of conservatives inside were unaware of the controversy. They drank, they left, they le- they drank, they laughed, they left without incident. Sometime later, a completely unrealitied person, oh, oh, unrelated person in a flag t-shirt got misidentified, chased into an alleyway, and beaten senseless and Ooh. robbed by nearly 20 people. Ooh. So again, the only violence, Mayor Schaff, you chucklehead, was... The senseless beating and robbing of this person who are out spoiling to hurt somebody because of your words. When Oakland police tried to disperse the crowd, they began to throw explosives at them, injuring six officers. How has this not gotten more attention? All in all, I'm afraid we're seeing signs of San Jose all over again, where you can get beaten down if you're conservative, because that's okay. Proud of yourself, San Jose. Before it was the side of Republicans and conservatives get people all fired up. Now just the assumption and idea that they might be present will get hundreds of people to wait outside a bar and beat bloody the first person they think might be a Trump supporter. Maxine Waters' comments now have come to the forefront. Much like the events in Berkeley last November, politicians are not actively calling out mobs to descend on locations under false pretenses to what seemed to cause riot in the street. Uh, let's see. Think about it. The mayor makes a statement. Calls groups violent, racist, homophobic, then tells a citizen a location, time they're going to be. What do you think the response would be? She's not that stupid. It's like she's inciting violence. Violence. This is getting out of hand. And the uh, the group of conservatives at the bar released a statement saying, we ain't none of this stuff. We don't know what she's talking about. Nice. Nice. Well, it's troubling. It is. And the the fact that the media is well, you know, he uh, thinks like that. So they, maybe they went a little overboard. It's sickening. <sighs> Don't hurt anybody over politics, ever. Transition music, Michael. Yeah, I was just Clearly. thinking that. I was just thinking that. I can't do anything else. <laughs> I haven't heard this in a while. It's a good one. Sing along if you know the words. Huh? So we got this note uh, from Michael. 
He said, I chuckled the other day when I heard you guys talking about work days, how the police officer said he didn't like the three 12-hour days, four days off. I'm a fix, four, I'm sorry. I'm a 56-year-old rancher and farmer. I've been working six 12-hour days or more my whole life. Not bragging or complaining. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, good point. K-W-T-L-D-A-L-W. Keep working those long days and long weeks. Michael from Geyserville. Good Beautiful point. Geyserville. Yeah, if you got an hourly job, you're being paid. Can you do two 20-hour days and then take five days off? <laughs> Does anybody do that? You'd have to have a develop a meth habit, but you'd have five days to recover. I wonder if, you know, you go down to lunchroom, we got the little ibuprofen, a little, uh, you know, alcohol swabs, uh, band-aids sort of thing. Uh, maybe they just got a little meth in the cabinet in the lunchroom. Just a little, t- a little tweak you up after, you know, the first 16 hours are pretty easy, but after that gets to be a slog. I, so do, my two, I do my two 20-hour days with yeah. a little meth. I'm meth-free the next five that I'm off. Right. So are you a tweaker, really? No. So that would Not be like technically in 20 hours and four hours of sleep, then back, well, like three hours of sleep. Well, you'd want half have, an hour home. Have, you'd really want to sleep up to that 20-hour shift, first 20-hour shift. I'm not shift. sure it works like that. Take a four-hour nap and go back to it. I don't think you can save up sleep. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. How about this is a 40-hour North Korean prison camp style work session? Don't uh, doctors or whatever, you know, when you're going through residency or something, don't you pull these crazy long shifts where you yeah, work practically with no sleep? It's pretty much been decided that's a terrible well, idea. Well, it's got to be a terrible idea. How right. would it not be a terrible right. idea? But well, people... we lost Mrs. McGillicuddy, but uh, Dr. Jones here understands that it's a tough job being a doctor. Now, remember, next time you perform heart surgery... <laughs> That the person needs help with their heart. She was in for a sprained ankle. All right, yeah. Working 24, 36 hours straight till they're completely incoherent. Was that the point to, like, toughen you up? I think it was part of it. Really? Yeah. That seems dumb. I don't know. I want a good, tough doctor. I don't want him bogging down on me. <laughs> breaking down crying with the <laughs> symptoms get too hairy. <laughs> breaking down and crying. <laughs> Oh, my God, I've never seen that before. So <laughs> many sprains. So many. <laughs> Tough it up, doctor. <laughs> Deal with it. Ah, oh boy. What do you got coming up in your news there, Marshall? Please? Well, we've got more lawyers weighing in on the Trump Cohen secret oh, recording. Oh, the Trump Cohen tape is a the nothing burger. It's a bread sandwich. It's an air taco, as I said earlier. <laughs> hey, hey uh, air taco. Hey, Hanson. Hey, did you get my disclaimer about how terrible the tape is going to be? The Cohen tape? From the opening of the show? From the opening of the show. you got to get that to warn people. It was our general manager. Uh, yes, we, we can. We can't play that again. that on the folks. We'll play that again right before Marshall's News. All right. Because, Stan- because if you haven't heard this yet, you're not prepared. Right. Stanford swimmer appealing his conviction for attempted rape using the outer course defense. And researchers have found a simple way you can you, uh, you can avoid dementia down the line. Stories coming up. Well, a simple way to avoid dementia. I will I will jump onto that immediately. Die young. By the way, I've had a good eating day in six hours. I am thirty hours without eating crap. Very proud of myself. Wow. After nice. being <laughs> after being the heaviest I've been so, in a long time wow. over the weekend. Wow, almost a day and a half. <laughs> The reason that popped into my head is I was just thinking, man, a Pop-Tart sounds good. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Earlier in the show, Joe decided we needed a disclaimer of sorts before we started airing the 
Trump Cohen tape. Well, based on the incredible attention it's getting, you should hear this. The infamous, the terrifying, the unforgettable Trump Cohen tapes. What do you hear? We'll so shock you. We'll so change the way you see the world and humanity. I beg you not to listen if you're weak of heart or spirit. Pregnant women should not listen because your fetus may be scarred. Our older <laughs> listeners, I caution you. You may hear these words echoing on your deathbed if you dare listen. Stay tuned if you dare. So you're just tuning in. Such is the devastating effect of hearing these tapes. Let's get to the news with Marsha Phillips. Well, I got to tell you that Trump uh, Cohen's secretly recorded tape is uh, making a lot of news, or at least causing a lot of people to talk. Here's part of the tape. Donald Trump and his lawyer at the time, Michael Cohen. I agree with you that tape is a little bit hard to hear, but I assure you that we listen to it nope, nope, numerous, nope. Hey, numerous times. like right. somebody else. Sorry the world's about that. greatest Rudy Giuliani uh, Hang imitator. on one second. And I've spoken to Alan Weisselberg about how to set the whole thing up uh, with so what are we funding. That, uh, yes. Um, and it's all the yeah, stuff. All the stuff. Because, you know, you never know where that company, you no, never know where he's going to be. Correct. So I'm, I'm all over that. And I spoke to Alan about it when it comes time for the financing, which will be... Listen. What financing? We'll have to pay you. So no, 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 no. I got no, no, no. Hey, no, how are you? That is supposedly uh, that is supposedly Michael Cohen and Donald Trump talking about payments to keep the Playboy model story about the affair, the alleged affair, silent. And Rudy says Trump saying what financing, and then he says Trump says not cash. Right. Is uh, I don't know. Rudy going on to check, jump. and this is all about. Uh, does he have mistresses and then sometimes buy them off? Rudy going on to tell Fox yes News... Yes and yes. ...that Trump didn't want to pay cash and suggesting otherwise is just ridiculous. I agree with you that tape is a little bit hard to hear, but I assure you that we listen to it numerous, numerous times. And the transcript makes it quite clear at the end that President Trump says, quote, don't pay with cash. Cohen then interrupts and says... No, 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 I got it. And then you hear distinctly, if you're careful and you slow it down, check. And then Cohen follows with no, 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 and then quickly cuts off the tape, which indicates exactly what President Dershowitz was saying, that Cohen doesn't want the rest of the court because it was too exculpatory from the point of view of the president. Wow, that's interesting. That's Alan Dershowitz's argument that Cohen cut off the tape. No, okay, okay. I was taking it as he turned off the recorder at the time of the conversation, which is ludicrous. Uh, point- Dershowitz is trying to argue that they only released the tape stopping there because further than that would clear the president. Point of order, I thought law enforcement had these tapes at this point. Does Cohen have backups of them? Are these tapes that law enforcement didn't get? Good question, because the, the, there was a raid, and that's how the tapes were... Right. Yeah, it came to light. And so then how is how is Cohen controlling what leaks out? He must have backups. He must have backups. Well, something. these were copies that were released. These were not the originals. So by whom? The, by uh, Cohen's lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Where did yep. he get them? They have backups, clearly. Yep. Or I mean, law enforcement is leaking them to him. Either way, it's a nothing burger. This is a whole, this is much ado 
about nothing. Unless you are shocked that Donald J. Trump, real estate mogul, cheats on his wives and sometimes pays off mistresses. You believe If you denial? are shocked by that, or, or I mean, he clearly lied about it. So if you're shocked that he lies about well, that sort of stuff, then okay, this is a revelation. In, I don't know. This is uh, this is all baked into my attitude, so I'm not the least bit surprised. In in actual court legal matters, yeah, this seems to have very little impact. But in the court of public opinion, I think this is much bigger than you guys are, are giving it. You're a lie. <laughs> there is no sane human being who's shocked at Donald Trump it's not has mistresses and paid them off and lies about want. it. They don't. They don't want to. It's about getting him in front of people admitting that he lied. This is all about the 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 court of public opinion and getting him to admit that he lied to it this isn't about impeachment this isn't about him being arrested they don't want anything like that this is about making his job as difficult as it possibly can to be for a president that a, a lot of people don't like i that, that's what i take from it. Well, well i'm not sure i followed that we'll, we'll know in a couple of weeks yeah. with polls you know how many people thought oh my god he does cheat on his wife and he lied to us Meanwhile, a lawyer for the former Stanford University swimmer Brock Turner says his client's attempted rape condition uh, conviction should be overturned. The attorney says Turner never intended to rape an unconscious woman. Now, the Mercury News in San Jose is reporting the attorney told the California appeals court that Turner had his clothes on when he was discovered on top of a half-naked, intoxicated woman. The attorney went to the state appellate court and argued Turner wanted outer course and not intercourse. Would that be a fancy term for the dry hump? Outer course? Referring to gratification with your clothes on. Is outer course a real term? That's what the lawyer is Is proposing. And uh, if you're uh, you're having uh, lovemaking of any kind with someone and you can say, I didn't know they were unconscious, you're not... uh, not connecting on a on a deeper level that I would like to yeah. whenever I'm in a relationship. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I would like to be able to tell pretty clearly whether or not they're conscious. Wow. The panel's got 90 days to issue a ruling on this uh, particular argument. I hope they don't fall for that. And a major study is finding that lowering blood pressure more than usually recommended can cut the risk of mental decline that leads to Alzheimer's disease. Oh, boy. It's the first time a single step has been clearly shown to help prevent the dreaded condition. Results were uh, revealed in Alzheimer's conference in Chicago. Lowering your blood pressure to even more than recommend will help hold off Alzheimer's. Well, good luck with that. I am. I'm, I. I don't, I don't know how we want to handle these studies. I am convinced through lots of research that's been done. All these studies announced in media are stupid. It's just stupid to talk about them. They're small, early studies that will either pan out or not over twenty years. Talking about them is just dumb. It's just a waste of time. I will talk about them if you want to. You're very cynical. I find myself yeah. intrigued. I'd like to learn more. Maybe that's what we do with the researchers, yeah. and it'll take them years and many more studies, and they'll either announce they're right or they're wrong. So you're in, you're in favor of higher blood pressure. As of now, there is nothing they would recommend based on that, and that's what all these studies are like. Look at your blood pressure right now. They're yeah. pointless. Maybe you should have listened to the study. They're pointless to discuss. Nothing counts so much as blood pressure. But, well, but the media loves them. It's been shown that in lab, ra- lab rats, that if they're exposed to sunshine after drinking a Coca-Cola, it could increase their sunscreen. Oh, my God, I shouldn't drink Coca-Cola. <laughs> and, uh, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Marshall, I'm so sorry. He's obviously turned some sort of bend of right. cynicism and hatred. He's rejecting science. I've 
I've heard people do that. I'm, All re- right. I'm rejecting crap science, yes. On a lighter note, the California lottery says one lucky person won the Mega Millions lottery. The winning ticket worth more than half a billion dollars sold at Ernie's Liquors in San Jose, California. Is a person soon to have their life ruined come forward yet? No, they have not come forward. Still, They're busy ruining know. their life behind the scenes. Yep, yep, yep. In case you want to double check your numbers, though, because, you know, one or two numbers can still produce some cash. Our first winning number tonight is 19. That's followed by two. Up next, we have four. Your next number is one. And your final white ball for this Tuesday evening is 29. After the Mega Ball, that number is 20. There you go. Congratulations so, to everybody who participated in the tax for people who are bad at math. Yeah, so I don't follow the lottery. You're just when, jealous. When do they do that? That's when what do, it is. Is that on television when they do that? Or Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you kidding? The lottery show? Well, what's yeah. this guy with the disc jockey voice look like? It's after Grandpa watches the Powerball. 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 Ernie's uh, Liquors and Wine appears to be a lovely establishment sandwiched between uh, a, a dry cleaner and I think an empty uh, business in what was, appears to be a mostly abandoned strip mall was a karate next studio. to an AMPM, uh, or I'm sorry, no, but an Arco station. Beautiful Hillsdale Boulevard. There you go. Yep. Somebody's dreams just came. Oh, wait a minute, that's the wrong town. Maybe there are multiple Ernie's Liquor and Delis in the franchise. Rock. Probably. <laughs> my my apologies. Anyhow, zero and two. <laughs> there you go. That's your news. anyway. Own to the uh, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. What town did you say it's in? San Jose. Oh, yeah, it is a chain. I mean, there's one in Danville, Livermore, Good Palo Alto, oh. Sacramento. Good for Ernie. I tell you what, if I'm going to get liquor or wine, it's all about uh, all about Ernie's. I win that uh, the lottery. I'm living in San Jose. First thing I do, I make an offer on the Winchester Mystery House. Uh, How much? <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk turkey. Um, another Trump Cohen tape out. Possibly. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. More private conversations of the President of the United States. This is the President of the United States with his tailor. Now, the pockets, when you sit down in the chair, the knife and your money comes out. So I needed at least another inch in the pockets. Yeah. Now... Another thing, the crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me an inch that I can let out there uh, because they cut me. They're just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost these are the best that I've had anywhere in the United States. But uh, uh, when I gain a little weight, they cut me under there. So leave me. Uh, you never do have much margin there. Let's see if you can't leave me about it. An inch from the, where the zipper ends, uh, round uh, under my back to my bunghole. There you uh, go. That is it. <laughs> That's charming. I've never listened to that, and I've heard it a hundred times without being amazed. That's Lyndon Baines Johnson, President of the United States, on the phone with his tailor, <laughs> dropping a BH, which I believe is the only time the 
the the the BH term has been used by a president. Only time known to historians. <laughs> and the burp in the middle. Down back to my BH. Yeah. That's classy stuff. Can't imagine why the Kennedys didn't like him. <laughs> oh my god. Now see now that you get a tape like that come out. Right. At the time somebody's president. That's exciting. Trump Cohen, there's no burping, there's no BH to talk about. It's nothing. We got absolutely zero useful information about Trump's NS as well. <laughs> Another charming term used in that tape. Oh, yeah. my God. They knew each other quite well, evidently, the yeah. president and his tailor. Well, a U.S. school teacher has been censured for his extra extracurricular hobby, masquerading as a German Nazi as part of his amateur wrestling persona. Kevin Bean, age 36, teaches 5th and 6th grade students in Pennsylvania. During the day. He also wrestles under the name Blitzkrieg the German Juggernaut. So is he a bad guy, though? I mean, is that his whole thing? Yes. Okay, well, that's fine. But he's a nazi. Well, you're supposed to be a bad guy in wrestling. You got a good guy and a bad guy. That's too bad. The the Nazi's (laughs) a bad guy. Well, yeah, clearly. But that's a little over the line bad for a middle school teacher. The Springford Area School District, where Mr. Bean, that's his name, is employed, launched an internal investigation after a video of him doing the Nazi salute went viral. Video has since been taken down, but Blitzkrieg is still listed as one of the wrestlers at the Worldwide Wrestling Alliance, the WWWA. You ever seen wrestling in person, that kind of wrestling? Uh, yeah, the small-timey stuff? Yeah. In person, no. Yeah. No, I've I went seen one time table. and it had the little people doing it too. Little oh, people boy. wrestling. Oh boy, they that, come through a bar that n- not too far from where I live now and again. That's dignified for everyone involved. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. Got to drink down to shame if you're there. Once administrators were made aware of the video, they acted immediately, et cetera, et cetera. As this is a personnel matter, further details will not be addressed publicly. But this is my favorite sentence. The actions portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. Oh, really? <laughs> so the core values of the district don't include wrestling Nazis. It's <laughs> good to know. It's good to state that as to not leave any wiggle room. Now, among the fundamentals that we emphasize here at the uh, Spring Hill School District is, of course, reading, writing, arithmetic, and Nazi wrestling. <laughs> Portraying German Nazis for the point of entertaining small crowds. Oh, no, no, we, we don't ring. do that. That's right. Oh, sorry. As an educational organization, we pride ourselves in providing a safe and nurturing learning environment and pinning our opponents while dressed as Nazis. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Edit that last part out. <laughs> hey, kids. It's that time again. <laughs> With Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. He holds a sign reading Blitzkrieg Herrscher Allermenschen, which means Blitzkrieg, ruler of all people. Hmm. Mm. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew, huh? Mike, uh, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of let down. The Trump-Cohen tape wasn't all that great. Mega millions let me down. I mean, I'm feeling a little spent this no. morning. Sorry, Sorry to hear yeah. that. Positive, Sean, your final thought. Yeah, once again, when you're buying a fixer, don't buy budget. Get the good one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, for timing purposes, I just want to wish everybody a, a very good day. We're behind on time, guys. <laughs> good day to you, sir. Jack, final thought. I'll be interested to see how this all plays out. Will this damage Trump's poll numbers at all? Is there any legal ramifications? I don't think anybody's even 
really claiming that seriously. So it's all about public opinion, and we'll see. I'm telling you, it's an air taco with the mild sauce. This will go nowhere. It is it is a foof, not in a crowded elevator, but in an open field on a windy day. It will disappear. How many Fifth Avenue Republicans are there, as they call them? Because he famously said I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and I'd still have their support. Mm, don't know. Are there more tapes to come? That is a huge question, too. Was this the best or was this just a teaser? Well, if it's the best, please. I want him to talk to his tailor. Oh, boy. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I gained a little weight and wearing these pants is like riding a wire fence. That's no good. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I think I think this goes away quickly. I think what I think it's probably better do the Charleston thing. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.